they have kids in high school or they're going off to college, but the age-old question of should you work during those times is now rearing its ugly head. So whether your kids are going to be doing extracurricular activities or they are in a sport that they are trying to get to the next level in, should they be working throughout their high school or college years? This is what we're going to be answering today in this episode of Hashtag Dad Life, a part of the Beyond Real Estate podcast. I'm Jalen, and with me as always is Nick Gumpert, realtor extraordinaire down in Southern Cali, and I am coming to you from Denver, Colorado. So if you guys are wondering whether or not you should have your kids work, or if they should take priority in those extracurricular activities and sporting events, you'll want to stay tuned for this episode of Hashtag Dad Life, where we talk about kids working in high school and college. Welcome to Beyond Real Estate with Jaylet, the podcast discussing parenting, real estate, and business. Every week we go in-depth on how to become successful in business and life. Jalen, take it away. Well, if you have had this conversation with your kids or they're just not at that point yet, it's still worth pondering the question of whether or not you're going to have your kids work. So as always, I'm going to throw that first over to Nick. Nick, when it comes to working in college or high school, What's your perspective on it? And say, Diego, your son did want to do some extracurricular activities or, you know, start, uh, start, I guess not extra, just extracurricular activities, but have to train a little bit more seriously to take a sporting event that they do to that next level. What are your thoughts on that one? I think absolutely have them work in some, in some fashion. I know geography is always going to play a role because of time. Nonetheless, I think it's a very important aspect for kids to have an understanding, one, of valuing money. When it's their own money, they have to make decisions and not even have to as much as they get to, which I think is a, a very much a positive. And I think more importantly, it, it challenges the, the student-athlete to manage their time because now they have multiple pieces that they're juggling simultaneously. Right, and maybe they do fall on their face and maybe grades do start slipping. Um, and whether that warrants a conversation or is there some kind of change that needs to shift from that decision being made? Um, nonetheless, you don't know until you're in that scenario. I think the easy way out is, no, I'm not gonna have my kid work in high school or even college. And then life comes at them after they're done with school and they're having to manage time. And if they haven't had to manage their time accordingly, with multiple um, the multiple uh, responsibilities all simultaneously i think i think it's setting them up for failure to be to be quite honest because um if all they're doing i say all but i'm gonna say yeah that's all they're doing is worrying about school like that's not real life you don't only have your job that you need to worry about right when you become an adult you have the grocery shop you have the laundry you have kids if if that was a decision you made and you are where you are right there's so many moving pieces and unfortunately, it's just not as simple as all you have to do is one thing. And all that aside, though, just so I can push back a little bit on you with that, say that they are in a more competitive sport um, or they are in a more competitive academic program and uh, they have to put in 60 to 80 hours a week in order to do well in those things outside of going to school. Do you think if there's that kind of drastic 
uh, amount of work that they have to do outside of schooling that in those instances, it's okay for a student to not have to do any other work since effectively they do have a full-time job, um, either getting grades up uh, or getting these really good grades in these hard academic classes or really training uh, to take that skill to the next level. I still say no. Oof. I still say no, that's not an, op not an option, but I still think it's a better idea to have them balance a part-time job. And I say that because again, what are the effects? It's not just time management, it's also money management. And there again, it's removing that shelter of I have your back with everything. And it, it gives also financial freedom. And I think for me, looking back on my experiences, that's exactly what it gave me is, is that those decisions to say, I can splurge a little bit on eating out a little bit more or getting some of those clothes that I wasn't able to when, when we had more of a budget to say, hey, you got X amount of dollars to spend and I had to make decisions accordingly. When you have your own job, you get to remove those barriers. And I think that's a very, um, a very nice thing to have and be able to do as a teenager, whether people want to uh, agree with it or not, I think that's the reality <laughs> of it. Yeah, it, well, again, I'm gonna be trying to give a little bit of pushback here on you uh, because I mean, let's let's do a fun one, right? Let's do a really fun idea. So streaming for video games has become more and more popular. We see younger and younger people doing it uh, or becoming, you know, content creators. And so that is a full-time job that has the potential to um, generate income. So what are your thoughts on a parent almost investing in their kid to do some extracurricular activity like that that has the potential to create extra revenue and calling that the job as long as they treat it as such or do you think again it needs to be an actual outside job that they need to go to uh, in order to get the full experience i think at a younger age, they don't need to worry about a full-time job. That's my moneymaker when they're 16, 17, 18. So even if sure. they're making some money from it, I think there's still more value in, A, get them out of the dang house instead <laughs> of just popping in front of a TV for 15 hours. Like, I don't know how healthy that is, to, to be honest. And I guess that's speaking from a naive, I didn't experience that. So I don't know. I, that to me, though, sounds not ideal because again, it's taking them out of all their social circles, Yeah. right? So how valuable is that, right? There's always that trade-off, but I don't think at 15, 16, 17, if you are making some money in that in that line of work, like A, good for you, that's brilliant. Um, but I think it should be balanced out on the other end with some other kind of activities that uh, a student athlete or just a student in general that maybe does gaming um, does enjoy. I think it's very important to be well-rounded of sorts. Um, because it can very quickly become very isolating, right? Especially the gaming world. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have those those online. Uh, uh, being online with people is definitely different than interacting with them yeah. when uh, in a face-to-face -face interaction. Um, and social skills, we can't discount those by any means, and that's what you build by being around other people. Uh, so when you think about this balance between work and school is there then the, the odd man out can be those extracurricular activities then like sports or you know a debate club or whatever 
other thing is still interacting with other people. So do you think that there has to be a give and take there if it comes down to it? And if so, what does that give and take look like in ways of pick this activity over the other one? Or when talking with your kids through that decision, say you're seeing their grades just plummet uh, and you're seeing them not be able to show up to work on time because they're tired from going to football practice the day before. Um, when do you have that conversation to say, hey, we need to take something off your plate? And does that, what's the first thing that comes off the plate, I guess? Sure. Well, a couple of things come to mind. Number one, those conversations better be had before they even start the job, right? <laughs> say, hey, here's here's the expectation, right? And we need to be able to do this. What does the job allow you to do? It allows you to have your own money, right? Which is a nice thing, but it doesn't come at the cost, literally. It doesn't come at the cost of whatever the extracurriculars or the grades or whatever. With that said, conversations don't always solve the problems, right? So yeah. to answer your question, which one should uh, come off first? I don't know that it's so clear cut to say, oh, do away with job. Um, my first thought is it requires another conversation versus just pull the plug in one area. And I think it's almost like letting him off the hook to say, oh, you're right. You couldn't manage your time. You're 16 years old. My, my bad, <laughs> right? Because it's like, well, hold on. Again, what's, what's the issue? What is the issue? Is it a tired one? Is it a just not managing time and they're getting plenty of sleep? I, I think there's so many variables to it. And I think another variable, understandably, is, is, and I brought this up in the very beginning, is geography. Now that I'm living in Los Angeles, you have a very much different reality of time to get from point A to point B versus growing up in a small city like I did, where it wasn't an issue, right? You can travel five miles in five minutes, and here, five miles could take you 45 minutes. So <laughs> I, I think that is understandably a reality. Nonetheless, it's not an excuse because yeah. you can find something, right? You can find some way if you ask the question, I can do that, it's how can I do that? Sure. Yeah. And and I guess it's to what degree do you allow them that leash? And, and where do you find that, um, you know, as a parent, our, our job is to guide, the per, uh, guide our children. So when we have these conversations with them or when we are planning something that is going to be a major... Um, you know, life decision, having a first job and having to balance things, that's a major decision. So if you don't take those other things in in consideration, like Nick is saying, then you can definitely create a lot more turmoil, stress for the kid. Um, in my opinion, it would be if they're really into a sporting event. So if they are really into baseball or really into gymnastics or whatever it may be, that that is what they want to devote their time and effort to and they're treating it as a job effectively i'm perfectly fine with effectively supporting them through that journey jay um, let, let me interrupt you real quick and ask you the question what if okay. they're treating it as a job but they're I'm, i'll use soccer as a reference because that's what i grew up <laughs> with um 11 players are on the field yep your son is treating it like a job but he hardly gets playtime. like are you still getting everything or i don't know i think that's an interesting dynamic right it's like i feel like it's easier to say that if they're top five, top three player on the team, yes, yeah. they're bottom three on the yeah. team, but they're training their butt off, but that's their reality. Put it put put it a little more bluntly. What if your kid sucks at the sport? <laughs> right. <laughs> Johnny cannot hit the ball to save his life. Um, yeah. So if if that's the case, I, I think it's still, I think it's, you have a different conversation with them. Not, hey, I think, you know, you need to have a job because you suck at the sport. Uh, I think it's more, 
how can I support them to get them to that goal at the end of the day? If you want to be the best player on the field, you got to put in the time and effort to be the best player on the field. Um, and so it is reevaluating that with them to make sure that they are actually doing everything they can. And that's the first thing that comes to mind. If my kid sucks at a sport, then it is time to see exactly what they're doing, what their training regiment looks like, and how can I support that even more um, as a parent? Well, and, and to piggyback on that idea, I think then, like you said, it requires a conversation to say, when are they putting in the time in, right? Yeah. Because maybe they are very good. It's like, I need to support their interests. Okay, is that a conversation to warrant? Um, and, and again, I'm not telling parents out there, they have to get a job. I think there's just a lot of freedom to get that job. And I, I think there's a lot of benefits beyond just the the having a job itself. Again, it's the time management. It's the ability to balance multiple things simultaneously that we all have to do as we get older, right? And it's one of those things that I know I look back on and say, I'm so happy I, I was not forced to be in a position. I was kind of challenged to be in yeah. that position to say, look, if you want more spending money, that's your that's your option, your yep. choice. We're not telling you you have to work, but we're also telling you we're not your, your personal make. And you're not just gonna debit us for another hundred bucks just because you wanna go hang out with friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because where I was going with that training thing though is well, when are they investing the time? Maybe it's a morning thing, right? Do they have to do that from four to 6 p.m. and work out? Or can they work from 5.30 to 7 a.m. before school starts? There again, as you alluded to, if someone really wants to be that good, they're gonna find solutions versus fall back on excuses. Yeah, and, and I think at that to that point too finding finding solutions if that is what your real desire is you know if it's to get better at anything your your real desire will show itself by how much work you put into it so i can understand uh that where there's a will there's a way but at the same time <laughs> uh i would i would say you know when does it become too much and i'm now, let me clarify some things, too, because it, some people might be like, wow, Jalen's just going to give his kids a full ride and, and a full access to his bank account. And those kids are never going to have to work a day in their life. And what kind of, you know, work life balance or uh, what kind of outside of sports um, work ethnic ethnicity work ethic work, work, work ethic. ethic. There we go. Oh, yeah. I had just, just had to bring race into this one. Classic <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah. Well, I think another benefit there again of having a book balance multiple things is so many parents want their kids to be independent, but they raise them to be so dependent on them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, again, that's a, I don't feel like that's a fine line to balance. And I think only you, you only know if you went too far and said we had too much on our plate, if you had too much on your plate. You can never know that in hindsight if you never had that much on your plate. You're always going to wonder, I wonder if I could have done more. Yeah. I wonder if I could have really handled that because I heard of kids being able to handle it, but I was never challenged to. And I wish I would have because I do suck at managing my time. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll share a personal example for myself. My first semester in college was absolute garbage in terms of grades. Um, and I had so much extra time on my hands. And I only had, I think I was taking four, four classes. Like I had below a 2.5 GPA. It, it was <laughs> not good. And then I looked at my last semester that I needed to get into, to be eligible to, to play NCAA into my junior year. Mm -hmm. And I had 19 credit hours, was working a part-time job, was playing collegiate soccer all simultaneously. And that was, again, I got over a 3.5 GPA 
in what was should have been on paper like a super busy lifestyle, which it was. Yeah. But again, it was time management and it was being able to step up to that versus use it as an excuse back. Well, I didn't get good grades because I had to have a part-time job and I had to balance <laughs> soccer. And some of those soccer trainings were at 6 a.m. It's like, and you deal with it yep. because that's life. Um, so that's that's a, a little bit older, um, which Jake, may, maybe that's a perfect kind of segue into, we just talked about the high school side of things. What about when the kids are graduated college or in college? Um, or beyond college years, should kids be expected to pay rent if they're living with their parents or have that free ride? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of free ride. I don't, I don't know if this is popular or not popular. I think it depends on the, the generation and, and when you grew up. Um, be, and here's my reasoning for why a free ride, uh, and I'm talking free ride to the university. So university being paid for by the parents okay and what about living wise at home being covered by the parents um and and that includes you know you're you're responsible for most of your food that's extra right if you want to go eat out okay uh, if you want to have your particular snacks that mom and dad don't eat in which case you better have a job to pay for it yeah correct correct (laughs) um I also think that if if that's the case, you are paying for your rent in other ways, um, whether that's doing chores around the house. I think that's like a bare minimum, but I think okay. doing extra things like yard work, um, running errands for your parents and, and now not giving parents just a green light to order the kid around to do thing and everything, but it's, you know, a reasonable thing uh, on your way from home. Can you grab some milk? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, but I think that by doing those types of quote unquote basic things for your kids, that has become a point of controversy recently, especially with some student loans being forgiven and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's the viewpoint that Monica and I take are we are giving our kids the best jump start to their life and their future possible. Uh, and if that includes us sacrificing something like having a little bit extra spending cash for ourselves at the end of the day, during their college years or high school years, we're willing to make that personal sacrifice to give our kids the ability, um, to get that better jump in life. But what are your views on that, Nick? I feel like you might have a, some differing views. (laughs) Yeah. In terms of the free ride to college, because I, I think we're not, uh, in my opinion, I don't think parents are, are, are banked to, with an empty check. I don't think it's my responsibility to pick up a $75,000 tab if my sure. kid says, hey, I want to go to NYU. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. how no. are we going to find no. that solution if that's going to be right? Like, did they earn some scholarship money? Um, in what shape or form is financial aid playing a factor? So that's where yep. I personally draw the line is, yeah, it's not a blank check. For no. a parent, I think there should be, in my opinion, a limit to say, look, I can help you with up to X. And then yep. beyond that, it's on you. Um, so there again, it requires a conversation so that you're not just having that in the moment. Um, with that being said, I want I, I want to steer the conversation to what if the kid is either flunked out of college Oof. or done with college, they got their degree and they're not, whether they're using their degree or not, but they're at that age. So now we're talking about probably the mid twenties, um, late twenties. That kid's come back home. Uh, what are your thoughts with the free ride there? Should they pay rent now? 
they've got that college degree or they chose to drop out of college. What are your thoughts with, with that? How long oh, yeah. does that empty tap go? Yeah, no, now we're, now we're in a completely different. <laughs> okay. Out of college, they're paying something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're, you're paying, you're paying something. There's no free rides after that point and you should be having yeah. a full-time job and yeah. you know, we'll help as much Hold as on, we're willing that to help. Should job yeah. go toward paying rent at your parents' house? Yep. Cause they're trying to save up to get out on their own though. Yeah. Yep. Discounted rent. I'm not saying you're you're now paying, you know, half the mortgage or quarter of the mortgage, but you are paying something. Um, you're paying a portion of the electric bill, the internet bill, basically all utilities. Uh, when it comes to, you know, moving out, you're you're getting you're paying less for for rent. Like you're not getting market rent rates first and foremost. And so you should be able to save up for a home at that point. Um, and you as a parent, I, you know, if, if you're in a similar situation and charging your kids, um, you know, I, I would say save up that money uh, and either put that towards your mortgage to pay your mortgage off faster or probably the better thing uh, with especially if you have a low interest rate on your mortgage is to invest it uh, in your retirement. So, you know, I, I would say use that opportunity of having a renter that you trust and know uh, to better yourself financially in that way. But if you're a, a, a uh, child living with their parents in that situation and you're either paying low rent or no rent, I know there's a lot of people that do that, especially in like the Hispanic community and the Asian community. Um, my wife being Hispanic, so I, I know how that works. Her mom and dad would more than happy, uh, happily give us a, a room. Um, for free so it, it's not something monica and i ever really wanted to do uh but if you're in that situation then saving up so that you can have that down payment for a home or um moving out uh having a solid savings account so that you can move out uh with friends to a to an apartment or something like that is you know i think a a, a path forward that you should be looking at taking versus just continually staying and living with your parents yep and I'll take that one step further. And in my opinion, I think there should be a plan. It's yeah. if your son or daughter has chosen to drop out of college or graduated college and is back at home, it's good for you. That's fine. Whatever decisions are, but let's now come up with a plan to say, what is, what does your future look like? Because surely your future shouldn't look like living with mom and dad for the next 20 years. No. Uh, rent fight. <laughs> so is that plan three, a three-year plan? Is it a one-year plan? Is it, I don't know. And, and there again, I think it, uh, it, it differs on the situation. Nonetheless, it still warrants a conversation to be had. So so people aren't filled with uh, a mis misinterpretation of, well, I didn't know that I was bugging you so bad, <laughs> or I didn't know that, right? The, the reason yeah. why those conversations get to that point is because they didn't have one in the first place. So I, I think that's the biggest thing that, that maybe it's easier said than done, but I can tell yeah. you right now, I'm set on that for sure. Diego will not be living with us, uh, age 28 and graduated from college or no college. And just like, uh, no, no rent, no problem. When are you going to get out? Don't know. Don't care. Like that, that will not be a thing that much. I, I do know for a fact. Yeah. Well, hopefully you raise them to the point where if, when they're getting to those ages, they don't want to live with you. Like they have right. enough drive to get, to get out of yeah. the house. Right. Absolutely. So, well, everyone, what do you think about this? I, I mean, there's a million ways to go with it. You saw us go those million different ways just now. 
uh, we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out to us. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to comment below. Give us your two cents. Uh, we'd love to hear what your take is on this subject matter. Um, when did you move out of your parents' house? Uh, were you kicked out? Were you uh, given, I saw a, a, a video of uh, 18th birthday, kid got eviction papers. There, there you go. Um, don't do that if you're a parent. I don't, that's probably the last time that kid ever talked to his, his mom. So um, not cool, but let us know what you think. Um, and, you know, if someone's struggling with this exact topic, they have a kid that just won't get out of their house, uh, not working, um, or maybe they have some kids going into high school or college and, you know, they're, they're not working and they're taking life easy send them this episode so that they can kind of see some different perspectives. So thanks so much for listening today to this uh, this week's episode of Hashtag Dad Life. Uh, we at Beyond Real Estate enjoyed and thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow or subscribe wherever you are listening or watching to this episode. And we will see you uh, later this week on Wednesday where we are going to be diving into First time home buyers and why you should rethink what normal means in this crazy housing and uh, mortgage interest rate market. So again, be sure to follow us so you are up so you are notified when that episode drops. And we will see you then on Wednesday. Want to see, hear, or listen to more of Nick's take on the California real estate market? Check out my links below. Also, check out the links below for more information on products, books, or references made in this podcast. And please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.